praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise this morning, amen. Let's thank the Lord for all of his blessings. We thank the Lord for this Mother's Day. We certainly, God is an awesome God. And for those of you who are watching by live stream or maybe visiting with us today, I'm Pastor Robert Hamlin, the senior pastor here at Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. We want to welcome you into this place to our in-person service, as well as our live stream service on this Mother's Day. For all of the mothers who had breakfast in bed this morning, we pray that you are joining along with us. Amen. We pray that everyone is doing well. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, to rejoice evermore and to pray without ceasing. And in everything we ought to give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. If you'd be so kind this morning and just stand with us as we praise God in song, Lord, I just want to thank you. Thank you all the days of my life. Oh, 
church say amen. Amen. Don't let the sun go down without us saying thank you to the Lord for all he's done. Let us bow our heads. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we come thanking you for another glorious day. Thank you for giving us breath, the breath of life. Someone told me, dear Lord, if if it wasn't you that woke me up, all the money in the world couldn't do it. It was you, Lord, that watched over us while we slept and slumbered, dear Lord. Kept us safe from hurt, harm, and danger. Gave us a little bit of food, dear Lord, this morning. Blessed us and kept us in our right mind. Just saying thank you, dear Lord. Somebody woke up with two legs but still couldn't walk. Somebody woke up with a mind, dear Lord, but it was not regulated. Somebody, dear Lord, had two eyes but couldn't see. I just want to thank you, dear Lord. And I want to thank you for all the mothers, dear Lord. You only get one. And I want to thank you for each and every one, dear Lord. Those who have gone on, those who are with us in the present and the future mothers dear Lord that are yet to come along dear Lord it's a it's a mighty task you give a mother but we want to thank you for each and every one their hearts dear Lord minds bless them in a way that they would realize that it is you who is their true strength dear Lord let them draw upon you call upon you talk to you because their job is too heavy to do alone and this world needs good mothers out there. We're running around left and right, dear Lord, not knowing what path to take. Grant us peace. And as you're granting blessings, dear Lord, I ask a blessing upon the pastor of this church. From the crown of his head, soles of his feet, his family, his associates, everything that concerns him mighty task as well to oversee your sheep dear Lord but we're thanking you we got a good pastor dear Lord and you blessed us with him give him the words so that our hearts would be made ready and when praying days are over don't even know what else we could possibly do on this side dear Lord may you find that our work has been done nothing left undone Start us right now, dear Lord, on that on that voyage, trying to get home. Thank you in advance for what you're about to do in this service. Let hearts be, be joyful and souls be saved. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please remain standing for our reading today. It's entitled, The Ideal Mother. And it comes to us from the book of Proverbs. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband She will do him good 
and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to the household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands in the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretches out her hands to the poor, yea, she reaches forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry, her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen, and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She opened her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well on the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Everyone, give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. Amen. today is number 401 this little light of mine god bless you
Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. Amen. We're going to ask if uh, Sister Van Winters is going to come and give us our welcome. This our Mother's Day welcome this morning. Amen. Good morning, Second Baptist and friends. We love to greet. Oh, first of all, I want to say before I forget, Happy Mother's Day. This is such an important day for everybody who has a mother. I hope you stop to say, I love you. If you didn't say it to her, I hope you whispered it to yourself that you love her. And for the other ones that uh, who are not mothers but serve in the capacity of a mother, I wish you a happy, blessed Mother's Day. We love to greet and welcome, welcome all of our in-house visitors, as well as our stream, live stream visitors. We are pleased that you chose to worship with us today, and we hope the time that you have shared with us will strengthen your Christian journey. If you are in this area again, we hope you'll come back and visit with us. We'd love to have you. We have a saying here. The first time you are a visitor, and thereafter, you are family. God bless all of you, and have a blessed Mother's Day. Thank you. Amen. We want to thank Sister Van Winters, amen, for sharing with us our welcome this morning, and for those who may be uh, here visiting with us, uh, possibly for the first time, or You've been out of town and coming in with your, with your mother, amen. We thank God for you. It's good to see each and every one of you. I pray that you all had a wonderful breakfast this morning, all you mothers, amen. And I want to thank our men of the church for doing an awesome job for our breakfast this morning, amen. If you missed it, you missed a treat, amen. The men were back there making a roux, amen. For those of you, you know, I just found out what a roux is, so I'm throwing it out. <laughs> throwing it out there like I know what I'm talking about. But uh, Brother Lonnie, Deacon Smith up on the sound, they did a roux, amen. They had shrimp and grits and all this other stuff and such a great time. So I know you're going to be asleep probably in about 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> wake back up when the sermon comes. Amen. But I will wake you up, amen, when the sermon comes. So we do thank God for that. And we thank God uh, for the opportunity uh, for our mothers here today. So we want to wish a happy Mother's Day. Uh, to each and every one of you, those who uh, biologically are mothers, those who are serving in capacity of mothers, uh, Reverend Jackson mentioned about future mothers, amen, we're trying to cover the base, the whole base, and so we do thank God for mothers. We want to remind you of our church theme, 
for 2023 that we are together in Christ. Amen. That we are together in Christ. Uh, we have a few events that are coming up that we want you to make sure that you highlight, put it on your calendar, and we pray that you will be a part of it uh, when it comes. <clears throat> Our youth are sponsoring a night at the ballpark uh, at Trenton Thunder. We have a nice setup uh, that is coming forward. That is going to take place on Friday, July the 14th. So you want to get your tickets. The tickets are limited. We have box seats. We got buffet. We got it all set up. That's the way to go if you want to go to the ball game. Amen. And so uh, please see yeah, air conditioning, amen, heat if you need it. And so we uh, see Reverend Jackson if you would like to go, and he's taking the uh, names and uh, information. The cost is up there on the screen as well or in your e-blast. We also want you to make sure that you mark on your calendar our golf outing, our Jimmy Jones Memorial Golf Classic that's going to take place on Friday, August the 25th. That is one of the largest fundraisers that we have here at the church. We have an outstanding time. It's a great event, very well put together. And so we're excited and looking forward to each of you participating in some form of fashion this year. You can get your foursome together. Uh, you can golf. Uh, you can go to the banquet that we have, or you can sponsor. So uh, somewhere along the way, we would love to have everybody uh, participate with that. Also, the second Sunday in June is our Second Baptist Church of Doylestown Youth Scholarships. It's our graduation Sunday where we acknowledge uh, all of our graduates uh, here at Second Baptist Church from high school, uh, from college. Uh, so we are excited about looking forward. Matter of fact, on yesterday, my oldest grandson graduated from Westchester University. Amen. And uh, so I told Sister Hamlin, somebody's getting old. If you got a, a when your grandchildren are graduating from college and all. So uh, listen, praise God for it that we're still here. Amen. Praise the Lord that we're still here. So please uh, make sure, uh, parents, make sure that you have your children fill out the information for scholarships. We have money and we want to bless them. So uh, if they don't take the initiative, which many times they don't, so make sure that you help them and so that we can get that scholarship in their hands. I know it is needed. Uh, also, we want to remind you of our new audio video campaign that is going on. And so... Um, you know, we had some contributions there. We would love for you to continue to do that. Uh, we're going to be adding two more cameras uh, on our side so we can get the full view of everything. Amen. So please make sure in your giving that you would add that to it. And as we think about giving, as we think about the opportunity to give back to God, you know that giving is a part of worship. And it is an opportunity for us to just give back a portion of what God has blessed us with. Amen. And so... Uh, for those of you who are here in person, we have an offertory box located at the back of the church. Please make sure that you deposit your tithes and offerings there, uh, either coming in or before you leave for today. Uh, you can also, those who are watching online, uh, can click on the Tithely Giving button on our website, and you can give there or you can send it in. So we thank God for each of you and for the blessings of God to us and for us to be able to give back to the Lord. Let's just bow our heads in a moment as we say thank you, Lord, for the giving. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to give. We thank you, God, for all that you have blessed us with. We ask, God, that you bless both the gift and the giver. Bless those that gave God and bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we are mindful, we are certain, we know beyond the shadow of a doubt that everything that we have received has come from you. And so, Lord, as we give this back to you, God, 
Help us to be good stewards that we might uh, continue to bless and to build up your kingdom while we are here on this earth. For we ask these things in the precious name of your Lord and sa- our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Let the church say, Amen. You know, on Mother's Day, as we take special time to acknowledge uh, our mothers, and uh, somebody said earlier, listen, if it wasn't for mothers, none of us would be here, and that is so true. And so, but we're grateful and thankful. And one of the ways that we can show mothers uh, our love for them is by using the gifts and talents that God has blessed us with. So we're blessed this morning to have our liturgical dance ministry, amen, led by Sister Richarda. Uh, And they're going to come this morning with a special Mother's Day presentation and dance. Let's welcome liturgical dance men of the anointed dances of Christ of Second Baptist Church of Dorset. Oh, 
true to me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down. Amen, and the beautiful job uh, that they do. And, you know, I've said this before as it pertains to, our, you know, our dancers and, and anyone here that is standing uh, for the Lord, that they know who they are dancing for. They're dancing unto the Lord, and they're dancing in praise to say, thank you, God, for all of your blessings. Come on, let's thank our anointed dancers for Christ. As we acknowledge and want to thank all of our mothers uh, here for today, we thank God for all of the blessings. Again, we want to thank our men's ministry for the great job uh, that they did in putting our breakfast together this morning. Amen. That they had, matter of fact, I know they had a lot of desserts and things still left. So before you leave for today, uh, please make sure we have to move it. Amen. So at, when service is over, please make sure that you go back and. Take some of those items that are there uh, to take home with you. Amen. Add a little something extra to your Mother's Day this morning. But the men of the church also want to bless uh, all of the mothers and all of the ladies that are here for today. I'm going to ask if our ushers will come right now. And there's just a special gift that we want to give to all of our mothers here today. As Pastor Paul plays something of his own, amen, let him do his thing this morning, uh, we just want to say thank you, mothers, for being such wonderful mothers. May God bless you. All of our ladies, Bob, just uh, don't pass anybody up. All of our ladies, all the ladies who are here today, we have a special gift just for you.
ladies here who did not receive a gift, just raise your hand. Amen. If I had the backbench boys here this morning, they'd be singing this song. Amen. I know they can sing it. Amen. all of our mothers today. Amen. <laughs> Special Mother's Day to Sister Barbara Walker. Amen. Who's going to bless us in song. Let's welcome Sister Barbara. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And if you know my testimony, I always talk about my grandmother taking us to church. Taking us by the hand because daddy wouldn't. Because <laughs> I heard her over there fussing with him. You got to take them kids to church. And he wouldn't. So she did. So when I was going up in my grandmother's church, we would sing songs like this here. Come on. Come on, mothers. Let's get the praise on. This is my grandmother's praise. <laughs> What you know about Jesus, he's all right. What you know about Jesus, y'all can sing it, he's all right. What you know about Jesus, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. What you know about Jesus, he's all right. What you know about the Savior. What you know about Jesus, he's all right. What you know about Jesus, he's all right. Do you know about my Savior, he's all right. He's all right, yeah, he's all right. And the younger generation is coming up and saying things like this here. Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. See, I'm not worried about a thing, cause I know God is guiding me. Where you lead me, Lord, I will go. Have no fear, cause I know who's in control. There's no limit to what you can do, and it all belongs to you. Yes, it all belongs to you, yeah. You're almighty and all powerful, and it all belongs to you. Yes, it all belongs to you. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus says yes, nobody can. Along with me, I hear you. And Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. That's right. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. I'm going to 
I'ma say it again. I'm not worried about a thing. Cause I know, Lord, you are guiding me. Where you lead me, Lord, I will go. I have no fear cause I know who's in control. There's no limit to what you can do. And it all belongs to you. Yes, it all belongs to you. All belongs to you. Yes, it all belongs to you. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. 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 Mothers isn't a from birth to age 18. Mother never stops worrying for her children. I'm reminded of a story where a mother had to come into the room and wake her son up for church. She had to open the curtains, get the sunlight in, tried to get him up. He said, I don't want to go. Mother said, are you sick? No. Well, give me one good reason why you don't want to go. Nobody listens to me at church. Nobody pays attention to me. She said, son, that's not reason not to go. So he says, well, you give me one good reason why I do have to go. She said, you're the preacher. (laughs) Just, Just a perfect example that moms never stop caring and worrying for their children. Let's look to the Lord. Father, this is a great day. First of all, you have us worshiping in a church that we show love to everyone. Not just mothers, but everyone. And we thank you for this gift that you've placed in our hearts to love people for who they are. Not what they should be, not what we think they should be, but who they are the love of Christ that is dwelling with inside of us, and we thank you for that. This is the day we set aside to remember, commemorate what mothers spend their entire lives for. And yes, there are some here who are not mothers, possibly yet, um, but it doesn't mean they stop loving other people and are there to take care of them. So we thank you for the love that you've placed in every mom's heart to take care of their children. Lord, one of the reasons this church is not only existing but thriving is because we place you in the center of our worship. You are the reason we are here. We drop our worries off at the door and we come in ready to worship. We have done so in song. We have done so in friendship, fellowship. And we ask, Lord, that you would allow us to be blessed so that we can continue to have that uh, mentality of mind that we are here for you, not for ourselves. We also have three shepherds here, Father, who love you and have devoted their lives to you. They don't uh, sit Saturday night and prepare a sermon 
with cliff notes. I know that they study hard each and every time any of these three men get up front. We ask that you would bless our speaker today, Pastor Hamlin. We ask that you would show that blessing by taking care of his entire family, not only those that live in his home and have, but even his church family. The love that he exhibits is just unquestionable, and we thank you for that. We ask that the words that he gives today, Father, rings loud and clear in our ears and vibrates all the way down inside our heart and soul that we will be better people for it today. The sermon is because you have given him the words to speak. So bless him, bless us for listening and applying it to our lives. May we take ownership of it. And we will give you thanks and praise in that wonderful name, Jesus, your son, our savior. Amen. Thank God for mothers, grandmothers, godmothers, stepmothers, and people who uphold the name of mother. This song is dedicated to them. Never would have made it. <laughs> Without you, I would have lost it all. But now I see, Lord, how you are there for me. And I can say, never would have made it. Oh, never would have made it, Lord, without you. I would have lost it all. Now I see how you were there for me. And I can see I am stronger. I am wiser. I am better. Oh, so much better. Lord. Oh, when I look back over all you brought me through. I can really see that you were the one that I held on to. And I can say I never would have made it, Lord. I never would have made it, Lord, without you. I would have lost it all. But now I see how you there for me and I want to say what a friend we have in Jesus all our sins and griefs to bear oh when I look back over all you brought me through Lord I can really say that you were the one that I held on to Oh, my friend, I never knew until then, my friend, when 
look back, Lord, over all you brought me through. Hey, I can really see, Lord, that you were the one that I held on to, Lord. I never would have made it. Oh, I never would have made it, Lord, without I would have lost it all, but now I see how you were there for me. Never would have made it. Never would have made it. Hallelujah! Without you. No, 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 I would have lost it all. Now I see how you were always there for me. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise.
I don't know about you, but I never would have made it. Anybody know that this morning, that you never, ever would have made it? If it had not been the Lord who's been on your side, with every head bowed, every heart made as humble as you can. Turn to God, our Father, Lord, we realize this day that we would have never, ever made it without you. Lord, we thank you for the awesome gifts that you have given and anointing Sister Barbara's voice, God, as she sang the songs of Zion, God. And coming from her heart and from her spirit, she knows in her heart that she never would have made it without you. And so, God, we ask that you would be with us now as we honor mothers, God, that you have given us in our lives and those who have passed on, Lord God, those who are present with us, those who to be future mothers, God. Lord, we thank you for all of your blessings, Father. Lord, we just say hallelujah this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings. So we ask now, God, that you would be with your manservant, hide thee behind thy cross, that I might preach with the power and the authority that you alone have given. Lord, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally, and the pardoning of their sins. Lord, we pray that upon your word coming forward, someone would cry out on this Mother Day morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, we're going to give the Lord some praise on this Mother's Day. Amen. Grateful and thankful to have two of my daughters here with me. My oldest daughter, Dion, is up from Atlanta, Georgia, and glad to see her. We're here for the celebration of her oldest child, our oldest grandson, and graduating, old Seti Said, uh, yesterday, amen, from Westchester University. And so we are grateful and thankful for that, amen. And for all the graduates, amen, we know that we... Some of you are going to be going to many graduations, amen, as they're coming up. And so we thank God for all of the gra graduations. I want to thank our ushers for uh, handing out uh, the gifts this morning. We pray for the ladies that you will use that. Matter of fact, it's a dinner bell. So you can put that to use today and just ring it down. The husbands might get a little tired of hearing that today. <laughs> but you better use it while you got it, amen. Take this day and to use it. So we are grateful. And again, we want to say happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers. And we thank God for mothers. I thank God for my, I, I've shared with you all before, you know, my mother passed away during uh, this that period of COVID that we had in November uh, 2020 at that time that um, everything was shut down and uh, we were only allowed to have, I think it was a total of 14 people, you know, at the service. It was just a really difficult time. Uh, those who may have lost loved ones, you know, during the course of that period, of time and you know it's days such as this that you know you think about and you remember you wish that your mother was here so you have heard me say to all of you before that if you still have your mother you ought to thank God that you still have your mother I'm telling you I wish I had mine come on let's thank God again for mothers amen <laughs> so today is the day that we honor and take time to honor the one human being who unselfishly gives herself to her children time and time again. Amen. 
and without asking for anything in return. Thank you, mothers. Mothers, I believe, are some of the most unappreciated or underappreciated people in the world. So on this Mother's Day, I really I want to remind everyone to be good to their mothers and appreciate your mothers. Amen. Those of you who are younger here, you have your mom, listen, listen to them, be a blessing to them. Amen. They are on your side. Amen. Now, today's message is not about how to be good to your mother. Today's message is about a mother who had to make some hard choices in her life for the welfare of her son. Amen. And being a mother or a father, it's not for the faint of heart. Amen. I'm telling you, when, when you sign up for this thing, that's a lifelong commitment. Amen. And I'm going to tell you the truth. It requires some tough decisions that you have to make. Amen. Many of you have had to make some tough decisions in your lives and raising your children. And, and some of the decisions are risky. And sometimes they're just heart-wrenching that require faith. I want to share a story with you that is found in the book of Exodus. Amen. In the second chapter, if you all be so kind and stand with me, I want to look at the book of Exodus, chapter 2. I want to lift this morning, verses 1 through 10. This is the King James Version. And it's the story of a mother named Josebed, amen, who is the mother of Moses, who by faith had to make a risky and a heart-wrenching decision to save her son. And I want you to listen to the words that are recorded there. For the word of God says, and there went a man of the house of Levi and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him for three months. And when she could not longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein. And she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. And the sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river. And her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child. And behold, the babe wept, and she had compassion on him, and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then she said, Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called his name Moses. And she said, Because I drew him out of the water. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, I have, I'm thinking of the awesome faith of a mother. I want to talk about this morning, the awesome faith of a mother. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord, the awesome faith of a mother. 
You know, the story of Josephus really kind of came to my mind this week when I learned that the scholarship ministry is planning a trip to Sight and Sound in Warminster, uh, I'm sorry, Lancaster, later in the year to see the play Moses. Now, and it was out a few years ago, and I had the opportunity to see it a few years ago, but it's back again, and it's always good. And so when I was talking to Sister Stacy about this particular trip, it caused me to think about the story of Moses' mother, Josephine, a woman who's only mentioned really a few times in the Bible. And yet, despite her low profile, she provides, I believe, a portrait of a mother of faith. In fact, she even made it into the Hall of Fame of Faith found in Hebrews 11.23. You see, in our text this morning, the nation of Israel had been in Egypt for almost 400 years. And they grew and they prospered there, but before long, they had became a threat to the reigning Pharaoh. Pharaoh wanted to knock them down and to place them down, but how many of you know that Anytime the devil tries to take you down, God will raise you up. And so the Pharaoh forced then these Hebrews into slavery. And by the sweat of their brows, they built many cities, uh, including Pithom and Ramesses. And the Pharaoh had hoped to break their backs, but they continued to grow and to get prosper and stronger. And so he turned up the heat then a little bit more. He then commanded that the Hebrew midwives, that they would murder the newborn sons of the Hebrew women as they were giving birth. And when he discovered that he couldn't rely on the midwives because they feared God more than they feared him, he tried another approach. And he told his people to stay on the lookout for Hebrew babies. And at any time they were to see a Hebrew baby, they were to take that baby and drown it in the river. Amen. And it was during this reign of terror that Jochebed became pregnant with her third child. And she didn't have to worry about her older children, Aaron and Miriam, but the child that was in her womb would be fair game to any Egyptian who might see him. And I was thinking about this, and I thought about, can you imagine the kind of fear that mothers had then? And when I think about the times in which Josephus was called to be a mother, it made me think about mothers today, amen? Think about mothers in parts of Africa even now who face the very real prospect of having their son taken there from their arms to be trained as child soldiers. There are challenging days for a mother in this world. There are forces that are at work right now that are, doing, that are led by the devil, amen, that are trying to drown our children whenever they can. Kids might drown in the river of violence and promiscuity today that's pouring out on our TVs every day. They can drown in the sea of confusion as the lines between right and wrong are blurred today in our society. They can drown in the competition of this culture that rewards performance more than it does character. Every conscientious parent knows this day and this morning how dangerous it is to grow up in this world. I've shared with our Bible study group that uh, somewhat selfishly that I'm glad that I raised my children a number of decades ago, amen, than what you got to do now. 
Because parents, we are praying for you. This is a tough time. We are living in a very difficult time. And in the dangerous world in which Jochebed lived, there stands out because she did whatever she needed to do to save her child. And then when she could do no more, when the pressure got too heavy on her, and she depended faithfully on God, I believe this morning that Jochebed was a model of faith. Amen? And what she had, church, she had a courageous faith. Now, I want you to listen to what the writer of Hebrews says about her in Hebrews eleven twenty three. what it says about Jochebed. It says that by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Amen. You see, though the king said all the male Hebrew babies had to be thrown into the Nile, Jochebed and her husband disobeyed the king, and they hid Moses for three months. And I want to tell you, that takes courage, church. Imagine how difficult it had to be to try to hide a baby, three months old, amen, for three months. To have a little baby uh, who's crying all the times, amen. Anybody who's had a little baby know that you can't control and just keep a baby from not crying. That a baby is going to cry out and make itself known, amen. amen. But here we find that Jochebed had faith in believing that God would help her son. And many times when we think of faith, we think of faith as being passive and just sitting back, amen. Matter of fact, we like to say, let go and let God, and there's nothing wrong with that. But real faith is an active thing, amen. You see, faith sometimes calls us to do some risky things. I think of mothers who have been unable to conceive but had seen an opportunity that they could adopt a child who didn't have any future, amen, who had been living in an orphanage. That takes courageous act of faith. I think of mothers who are married to unbelieving husbands. And the husbands tell them that you can't go to church. I'm going to tell you, over these past 28 years, I've had many situations where a wife wanted to come to church and the husband told her, you can't go. But they made a way somehow to either get in here themselves or to get their children. And I was listening to Sister Barbara just mentioning in in her testimony, amen, and how your family got to church, amen, even if the husband did not want to go, amen. And the reason why they made it is because they put their faith and trust in God. And they trusted that if they are going to be obedient to God, then God is going to make a way somehow. How many of you know this morning that when you put your trust and faith in God, God will make a way somehow, amen? Jochebed had courageous faith, amen? But she also had, when I looked at this, Reverend Jackson, she also had a sensible faith. Somebody say sensible faith, amen? Because after three months of hiding her baby, she saw the handwriting on the wall, and she knew that it wasn't going to be long before they caught up to her, amen? And so the word says that she made a little wicker basket and covered it with tar and pitch, amen? And she made it to float, and she put it in the reeds on the banks of the Nile River, amen? And it's an interesting thing that word used for basket is the same used for Noah's ark. Amen. Because Noah's ark was covered with tar and pitch just like this one was. But both Noah and Moses were placed in the ark. And being in the ark is not a safe thing. Amen. Amen. 
Because the occupants of the ark are at the mercy of the elements. Amen. Now, those of you who went to Egypt with us, we were up in the area where we didn't see a whole lot of crocodiles in the Nile River. But they told us that you go down to the Aswan Dam, further down on the Nile, that there's crocodiles, I mean huge crocodiles everywhere. Amen. And so here at three months old, Moses was completely helpless in a river filled with crocodiles. But I want you to notice that Josephette wasn't careless about this. She was sensible because she didn't send him and put him out in the middle of the river and just let him float down. The word says that she placed him among the reeds of the banks of the Nile. It was in the reeds of the banks of the Nile where women would congregate on a regular basis. It was kind of like uh, placing your baby on the steps of a hospital of today. Amen. Because they knew somebody's going to be coming in and out. So she didn't just put him in the now and, and just wave goodbye and say, Moses, you have a good life. Amen. Maybe I'll see you sometime. She had Moses' oldest sister, Miriam, stand at a distance and to find out what would happen to him. And if Josephette herself had stood by the reeds, then everybody would have known that something was going on, that the jig was up. But Moses' sister made out to be a good spy. <laughs> and when Moses was discovered in the Nile, his sister offered to find a Hebrew woman nurse. And the plan fell in place. You see, Josephette had some faith that God was going to fix it. She was sensible in her planning. And now listen to me. Part of being sensible is knowing how to improvise on the spot. How many of you grew up in a household where your mother knew how to improvise on the spot? I couldn't tell you how many times I grew up in Pittsburgh and, and everybody worked for the steel mills, amen. And when the steel mills would go out on strike, amen, and then, you know, those boxes used to come in with that old oily peanut butter, the powdered eggs and the powdered milk. Anybody know what I'm talking about this morning? Amen. The government, now, the government cheese was good. I, 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 I went there. We ate that like steak. Amen. The government cheese was. Now, that was good back in the day. Amen. But my mother knew how to improvise. We had a few things in the refrigerator. She could take those few things in that refrigerator and turn a gourmet meal out. Do I got a witness in here today? Amen. There are mothers who have chosen to give up their child for adoption because they knew it was the best thing for the child, that they couldn't take care of it, amen? And for some women, that's a decision that requires enormous faith and foresight and fierce love, amen? I also think of mothers who would love to be stay-at-home moms, amen, but the family finances can't work it out for them, amen? And so they find ways to work. And they work out schedules. And somehow the mother would come in while the father was going out and that there was always coverage there for the child at home. You see, Joseph Bad's courageous, sensible faith, you know what happens when you have step out on faith and when you use the common senses that God has given you? You know what God will do? God will reward you. Has anybody ever received a reward from God? Amen. And Joseph Bad was blessed. Because as Moses floated down the banks of the Nile, the daughter of Pharaoh just happened to arrive. Y'all hear what I'm telling you? And the word says she was there with her maidens, amen. Some of you, depending upon the neighborhood that you came out, uh, you grew up in the hood, you would say that she was with her homegirls, amen. 
there at the river. And the text says that she had saw the basket and had it brought to her. And so she opened it and she saw the child crying and she had pity on him because he was a Hebrew and she knew he could have been killed. Amen. It was a standard procedure for a wealthy woman to hire a wet nurse. Amen. Somebody's going to nurse the child and wean the child until they were old enough and then they would go then with the one who was supposed to be the guardian. And when I looked at that out this story, I said, look at God. At just the right time, Moses' sister moved in and made an offer to help Pharaoh's sister out. At just the right time, then she went to find Josabed, who not only got to raise her child, but the word says she got paid for her work as well. When I look at it, I say, what a mighty God that we serve. Has the Lord ever worked something out in your life? Has he ever made a way for you? Hallelujah. Amen. You see, we we see God's hand in all of this. This isn't by happenstance. Amen. The mother did what she could, but when she did all that she could, God stepped right in. So God wants us to be active in this process. Amen. Amen. Now, Pharaoh's chosen instrument of death, the Nile River, became the instrument that Moses was saved. Amen. And Pharaoh's daughter came to the river at just the right time and rescued the future deliverer who also then didn't even cry. The baby didn't cry. Amen. And the baby was reunited with his mother. And then she, the mother, was able to raise the child before she turned him over. What a mighty God we serve, church. Joseph had released him to Pharaoh's daughter. And you know, then down the road many years, he became the one to lead the Hebrews into the promised land. Amen. And so all I can say this morning is thank you, God. Because I'm going to tell you, it's a hard thing you, to let a loved one go. But when you know that you are turning them over to God, we got mothers today who need to turn their children over to God. We are living in difficult days. And if you don't know, you need to know that unless you turn your child over to God, unless you begin to pray for them, unless you begin to encourage them, unless you begin to take them by the hand and live your life as an example... Because I want to tell you this morning that when you do it, when you turn it over to God, that God is able to fix it. Can I ask you this morning, has the Lord ever fixed anything in your life? Has the Lord ever made a way for you in your life? Amen. Listen to me, church. A mother's love never changes. Amen. This parenthood that we have, this is a constant process. Amen. I got grown children who are there today. Amen. And thank God, I, my daughter Dion, she's right up there with her mother. Amen. All up next to her. <laughs> Amen. And what a blessing it is. Listen, we've all been in this place. Children make some mistakes. We make mistakes. Amen. Teenagers can learn some things. Sometimes you got to let, just let them learn some stuff the hard way. Amen. Amen. One of the issues we have today is we try to shelter them from everything. But the reality is, there's some stuff they're just going to have to learn by themselves. Amen? But we have to be an example that they're able to see what needs to be done. Amen? And so when I think about Josephed, and when I think about the mothers, and I think about the ultimate purpose of mothers is to teach your children to have a courageous, to have a sensible faith, and to love God. Because when you turn it over to the Lord, God is able to work it out for you. I can give a testimony today of the goodness of God. 
and what the Lord has done for me. Anybody know that God will do it for you? That God will make a way for you? That God can fix it in your life? That God can lift you up when you've been down? Has anybody ever been down? Have you ever really been down? I'm talking about deep down in the muck and the mire. But here you are today on this Mother's Day, giving God praise and glory, thanking God for all of his blessings, raising your hand and saying, Lord, I thank you for the mother in my life. Lord, I thank you that you placed somebody in my life who is still by my side, even though they may have been going home to glory. But I want to tell you that one day, and one day it might be very soon, but when we get to that heavenly place and I'll be able to see my mother again, I'm going to shout, I'm going to praise, I'm going to give God glory. I don't have to wait till then. I can give God praise now. Did anybody come this morning just to give God praise now? Then we ought to give God some praise and say, Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Stand with me today, church. Stand with me today. When I think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he has done for me, I'm going to tell you, my soul cries out, Hallelujah. I'm so glad. That the Lord lifted me, amen. When I think about his son, Jesus, he had courageous and sensitive faith. He left his father in heaven to come down to this old dark world in which we live. Amen, somebody. Sensible in his faith. Jesus would tell you just as it is. He didn't try to sugarcoat anything for you. He just told you straight up that the only way to get to the Father is by me. That's the only way. And it's still the only way for you. If you're here today on this Mother's Day and you don't know Jesus and the pardoning of your sins, make the choice now. Make a decision to give your heart, give your life to him. Maybe you live in this community and you've been searching for a church home, a place to Use the gifts and talents. Everybody in here know that God has blessed you with many gifts, many talents. As I look out around the room right now, and I'll tell you, that cup is overflowing with the gifts and talents that God has blessed just this number with. Amen. Here's your opportunity to respond, to be active in your faith, to step forward and say, Lord, I repent of my sins. I believe in your son, Jesus Christ, that he willingly gave his life on the cross. Lord, come into my life. Come into my heart. Lord, help me to make my life brand new. That I might live for you. If you genuinely, sincerely prayed that prayer, you believe in your heart the Lord Jesus Christ. In his word, he says, thou shalt be saved. We invite and encourage. If there's anyone here today, just respond today. Amen. Tomorrow's not promised. But he's a God of today. Those who are watching by live stream, if the Lord is speaking to you, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. We would love to disciple you. We would love to help you any way we can. Amen. But on this Mother's Day, don't leave here today without knowing where you will spend eternity. Amen. There's only two places. There's either heaven or it's hell. No other place. There's no in between. Amen, somebody. There's nothing else. And so God asking you to respond today. Amen. Because one day, when it's all said and done, the Bible says one day ye shall 
wear a crown. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve, church. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise this morning. What a mighty God we serve. Happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers. You have a blessed and a wonderful day. Amen. unto thee. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon thee and give thee peace both now and forevermore. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to you. God bless you.